Welcome to the show. I'm Mikey. And it's your girl Zay Day. We are two social justice warriors dedicated to dismantling systems of oppression through a black, black queer, queer feminist lens. Feminist lens. Yes, this podcast will cover a variety of topics ranging from politics in our country to which new bop you can twerk to. Hey. <laughs> yep. And while we're twerking, y'all can start following. Search Black to the Future on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join in the conversation. And don't forget to leave positive reviews for us on your streaming platforms. Yes, please leave positive reviews. With the reach of this podcast, we desire to change the world one episode at a time. Yep, and I think it's time we get started, don't you think? Yep, let's get it! The The past past is gone, gone. the present present is an adventure. adventure. Looks like it's time to to go go black to the future. future. Cue the theme music. (laughs) Yeah. Michaela J, Miss MJ Rodriguez. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to a brand new episode of Black to the Future podcast. (laughs) Yes, I am so, so excited to have myself back on the show. Um, I I would hope I would be excited. And I hope that y'all excited to hear this episode. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter one, but it's a very important episode. And I wanted to start with um, the immense talents that is Michaela J. M. J. Rodriguez. Um, I think that she won the she won the Golden Globe for acting and pose. I'm so proud of her. It's fantastic. It's what she deserves. Um, so proud of her. Um, but today, um, when this episode actually comes out, it's going to be the day of transgender visibility. And as MJ Rodriguez is a trans woman, especially a, a Latinx Black trans woman, I figured it would be appropriate to start with her and talk of, and, and just show the immense talents and the celebration of, you know, 
of all that we do as far as trans people are concerned. Um, so I did want to talk about this day, um, March 31st. Every year is Trans Day of Visibility, a supremely important day that, um, you know, it's kind of like the opposite of back in November, of course, we did the Trans Day of Remembrance, which is a day to honor those um, trans people who have worked very hard to, you know, show themselves in a very positive light. But unfortunately, their lives were taken away because of murder or other things along those lines. So we just wanted to have reverence for them on that day. Um, so we wanted to do the opposite and shine a little bit of light and do some more positive energy. And so um, Transgender Day of Visibility is the opposite of that, to put people on display who are of trans experience, not just binary trans people like myself, but also non-binary folks, uh, gender non-conforming, gender expansive folks, everyone with a gender identity that is not um, cisgender. We just wanted to celebrate those folks. And visibility is important. One of the, like the underlying trending topics of you know, life and Twitter right now is normalize this, let's normalize this, let's normalize this. And something that we're trying to do in the trans community is always normalizing our lives and our experiences. Um, because we're just people, we just happen to be transgender. That's all. Nothing special or magical about it. We just happen to be transgender. And, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people who don't understand our story and understand how we feel about things um, are, are um, you know, kind of like, you guys are just popping up out of nowhere and you just, you're this brand new shiny thing that everyone loves and, you know, but unfortunately that's not true. We've been here for many, many, many years. Um, and if we want to talk about news and headlines, you know, one of the most popular um, transgender per persons that has ever existed way before technology was at the peak that it is now is Christine Jorgensen. You can look her up, a trans woman from the 50s. Like she was in the army and then she went overseas and got what she needed to get done. Um, and then she came back and she was all, all on the talk shows and, you know, all those kind of things. So we're not just this new thing. I just want that to be unequivocally clear. We've been here for the longest, as we've discussed on this podcast for quite some time. And we may not have used the language transgender back in the day, but I'm sure there may have been other language used, more archaic terms, or if they're um, indigenous folks, you know, they may have their own language around it as well. So just, you know, the visibility is important because if we never get seen, if we never get normalized, everyone's always going to be discounting us in our abilities and things like that. You know, it's similar to the plight of how black people, if we never get positive representation, if we never get to be seen in a way that makes us not look mean or malicious or or less than, we're never going to get to a place where we have normalized conversations about what it means to be Black. I think we're getting to a place now where we're having those conversations about Black people, um, but I definitely want to start moving this needle forward about, you know, what it means to be a trans person. Um, so I think that's kind of where, you know, um, Transgender Day and Visibility comes from. So this started back in 2009. So again, it's not um, an old holiday celebration or anything like that. 2009, I was 18, going to be 19 later that year. Yeah, just revealed my age. <laughs> 
but it's one of those things that you know are going to be very important created by rachel crandall a u.s-based transgender activist um started this to um help raise awareness around the burden that we go through. And on this podcast, we've talked quite immensely, particularly myself as a trans person, what things that we face as transgender people. And I think it's really important to kind of go back. If you need more questions to be answered, you can go back and listen to some of the episodes with trans people so you can understand things about it. For example, episode number six is me and some of my other uh, trans girlfriends talking. That's one of the highest rated episodes, actually. So I encourage you to go back. It's episode six. So it is a little crunchy, a little crunch and munch, but (laughs) lots of information on there about transgender people. Um, Episode 16 um, with Mr. Physique, he's a transmasculine person. Um, Very important information is going to be in that episode. Let's see, who else do we have on here? Um, As far as gender non-conforming, gender expansive, non-binary people, we have episode 28 with Romeo Jackson, Reimagining Jubilation. You can go listen to the episode with them. Um, Going forward a little bit more, episode 37, Zany Bisexuals with Zahir Ray, another trans man who's bisexual. Um, Great episode to go and listen to, another highly rated episode. Um, and then of course there is the episode number 44, which is a great episode if you need help understanding LGBTQ people at large, but specifically I go into what it means to be a transgender person. So definitely, 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 definitely want to go into that episode. I give a lot of background information and stuff around that. Um, episode 49, Journey to Freedom with Jaden, um, another trans non-binary person. You want to definitely go look into that episode. Uh, scrolling forward, um, episode 56, Highlighting Change with Harry the Chatterbox. Shout out to Harry. Um, their sickening non-binary um, trans person. You can go check out their content on TikTok. Another highly rated episode. Um, episode 59, Blessings and Joy with Brianna Jenkins. Um, Shout out to her and her podcast, Girl Down. Um, Y'all go look at that um, content from her. She's an amazing lawyer and attorney. She's fantastic. So go check out her content when it comes to that. And then some of my more recent episodes from this past month as well are going to be on this list. Um, Miraculous Frontier with Misha Fraser that just came out earlier this month. Please go check that out. And then Stealth Bros Co. with Sire Braxton. So please, um, that was episode 71 and 72, respectively. Um, Go back and listen to those episodes with trans people about their lives and who they are and what they do. Um, And of course, I'm on every episode for the most part, so you'll always get to hear my perspective. But of course, trans people were not monolithic. We don't all have the same views and the same thought processes, but we all deserve to be visible and be able to live and maneuver freely through the world without any negative repercussions for just existing. And that's the reason we want to be able to have this day of Transgender Day of Visibility. Um, I just, I think it's just so important that if we just get used to talking about trans people and not thinking about it as if it's a bad thing, um, you know, it would be great. You know, a lot of people like to say, hey, can I ask you a question? 
And I don't mean to be offensive as if being a trans person is offensive. And, you know, if you ask someone, is being a trans person bad? They'd be like, oh, no, 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 I don't think so. You know, that's not. But the way that we come around it and talk around it, it's like the language around it just indicates like this is a bad thing. No, it's not. It may be feeling kind of like taboo, but if we talk about it and normalize it, visibility and conversations around it are going to be helpful. Um, and I know a lot of people are oftentimes like, well, if there are more trans people, they're coming out more and more frequently. Yes, because we're figuring out who we are. We're getting more comfortable in this society and society is starting to kind of open up and go, oh, okay, so y'all are real people with real issues, with real problems, right? Um, and that's the thing we want people to see is our humanity. And I think a lot of the times people don't see us as these human beings with issues and problems. It's very out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't impact me, so I'm not going to worry about it. But as we continue to grow and blossom and understand more about life, trans people, we're everywhere. You've already encountered us. You've already talked to us, whether you knew it or not. Um, just because someone doesn't have a sticker on their forehead that says, I'm trans, doesn't mean that you know who is trans. You feel like you may be able to clock people or decipher who is trans versus who's not trans. It's not necessarily true. Just because someone has blue hair does not mean that they're a non-binary person. Just because you see, you know, a man wearing some light makeup does not mean that he's trans. <laughs> because you see a woman who's extremely tall, that does not mean she's trans. There's... There's so much nuance in the trans experience that if we don't have the conversations, it's not going to be able to help anyone. This isn't, um, you know, that cube that you get when you're like in kindergarten and first grade and stuff and you have your shapes and you put the, 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 <laughs> the shapes through the square, through the hole to get into the middle successfully. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You know, I think a lot of people take a lot of solace and peace in knowing that like, okay, I can identify you because I can see this thing on you and I can put you through this little, you know, this little square or this little hole into this box and now I know where you go. Okay, thank goodness. But that's the thing about life in general. Every single person is vastly different. Even people who are identical twins are still different. So, I mean, it's just so important to be thinking about that. You can't just pick out and choose every single trans person you meet in everyday life. So, you know, there's no way to avoid us. We're not, you know, <laughs> we're not going to go away. We've always been here. So it's just very important. We just want to get the same rights and liberties that, you know, cisgender people have. And so things that would help us, of course, is not only the visibility and the conversations around it, but other things like ac better access to medical care, um, better access to home, uh, homes, uh, home security and things like that, um, better um, protections around people who want to be uh, who want to discriminate against us. Those things are important. And as Mab and I, shout out to Mab, and, you know, a few episodes ago, we talked about, you know, the trans bill where in Texas, where they're going to try or the, not the bill, but the letter, I should say, I guess, where they try to where they're going to try to investigate people who have a relationship to a trans child. And then the people who know the information by chance could potentially be sued or lose their trans child and things like that. It's those things don't help. It's like we want to protect the children from being trans. And it's like they're either trans or they're not. And again, I just want to reiterate that, you know, the idea of being trans, 
again, isn't something new and you discover it in your own time. And then more so than that, you act on it in your own time as well. So that's something that's very important. Some people take longer because of whatever pressures and things that they have in their own personal life. And some people know a lot sooner. And, you know, when people are able to readily act on it and get support from it, we'll be a whole lot more peaceful and a whole lot more balanced. And so to try to stop kids from um, growing and developing into their trans self as if they don't know who they are when they're a young child um, immediately makes it seem like cisgender people, heterosexual people just know who they are off the rip and then they can dictate and tell everybody else when, who, and why you're not this. It's, it's very interesting how, you know, you immediately get to put, you, cisgender people specifically get to put themselves in a position of authority and say, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. How do you get to tell someone else how they feel about something? Yes, they may be a child. Maybe they may be younger. But rather than just completely dismissing and just telling them, no, maybe you should explore it because a lot of these things, a lot of um, trigger warning, a lot of suicide from trans youth is, um, is a very prevalent thing. And the more that you ignore it, the more that you block it out and the more that you act like it's not a real thing doesn't help anything. What you have to do is research and find out information around it. So I can understand also if you're nervous or you're afraid that something may happen to your trans child or trans friends and things like that. But the more that you don't talk about it, the more taboo it's going to be and the harder it is for us to get protections and things like that. If you constantly sweep it under the rug, ignore it, or just act like it's not there, and then something happens and then, you know, they don't get the assistance that they need or they get the protections or something bad happens to that child or that person, and you want you can't blame anyone but yourself and then also the situations that we're in as trans people i don't think people just are maliciously running up to cisgender people and punching them in the face or being mean to them just off rip that happens to marginalized people who feel like they don't have anywhere else to go that happens to women men will attack women arbitrarily for saying, no, I'm not interested in you. Why people attack black people because, or call them niggers and all kinds of stuff just because they know that they can. And then if you're heterosexual, you get to go around and be mean to, to queer people and stuff like that. So you automatically have this privilege if you're cisgender, heterosexual, all the th and better socioeconomic status. If you immediately feel like you have a certain level of superiority to a certain group of people, you're going to act in a malicious intent to them. You know, and so you have to dismantle that. And that's what this day is supposed to be doing. Transgender Day of Visibility is supposed to be creating a space to normalize us as human beings. We should we should be able to walk down the street in comfort. We should be able to be with our lovers and not have anyone being mean to them as well. Or we shouldn't be able to, you know, be denied access to healthcare or things like that because people don't want to perform medical procedures on us or don't want to save our lives if we get into an accident because they don't want to touch us. And, you know, all kinds of stuff like this happens. And it may not seem like it to... Um, to cisgender people, but this happens very frequently. And then more so than that, I think it really definitely happens, just from my own personal experience, to transgender women. Um, as we are, you know, unfortunately very commodified and objectified 
readily. Um, and you know, the idea of stepping away from privilege, from masculinity and manhood into womanhood and things like that immediately dictates us to make us a weaker than an object and um, a target as it were. And it's crazy that, that that can just happen. And you may be saying, oh, I don't do any of those things. I would never do any of those things. I don't do it. But if you don't say anything when it's happening in your face, if people are being malicious or saying something bad or being rude to trans people in your space, you're just allowing it to happen. You're an accomplice in the situation. So, you know, your hands aren't completely clean. If you don't say anything, if you don't correct people when they use the incorrect pronouns, if you don't correct people when they use the incorrect name, you're an accomplice to the situation. And if you turn around and say, I care about trans people, then you're not really living up to that expectation, especially of those folks of you who call yourself allies to our community. So, you know, being um, in community with trans people can be complicated, but again, you can go back and listen to the episodes I aforementioned. I'll throw them in the description um, as well, so you can go back and kind of learn some things. Um, I also encourage you to uh, watch my YouTube series, and I talk about it a little bit, um, Slay with Zay. Um, where you get to be a slayer of trans stigma. You get to learn a whole lot more about things like what does transgender actually mean? What does cisgender mean? What, how does transphobia not only impact trans people, but also cisgender people? You know, those things are important or transgender history and transgender statistics, statistics. (laughs) Go back and listen to those episodes and watch my YouTube series. So you'll be able to garner more knowledge from a trans person about trans people, not through someone else and other things like that. Um, and for, you know, again, as far as trans youth are concerned, please do research around that. Um, you know, because I think everyone immediately goes trans person, you're cutting off your genitals or cutting off your breasts and things like that. And it's like, okay, so you obviously don't even begin to understand what it means to be a trans person. You need to kind of go back and do some research. And I'm not going to, um, go through the explanation of it all right now. But please go back and listen to, I think it's episode 44, what it means to be transgender people. But I do want to just go over a couple of important things that people may have issues with, of course, is 2019, um, the World Health Organization, also known as WHO, removes transsexualism from the mental disorder designation. So basically what that means is that being a transgender person or this archaic language of being a transsexual doesn't have anything to do with mental health. Now, things that transgender people may go through as far as gender dysphoria, meaning that they don't feel congruent in their body and in their mind simultaneously, and they're trying to get to a place where they can see themselves and be reflected in the mirror, that's gender dysphoria. And so... Um, that can come from people not affirming them, people not um, letting, not using the correct pronouns, or society just making it very challenging them for them to exist as they want to exist. Those kind of things happen. But that's not, um, being a trans person is not a mental illness. There are brilliant trans people around the world who do great things. Um, so that's something very important. Um, and then... I want to go back a little bit further in 2004, and this language is very archaic, but it's the transgenders are legalized. Don't say transgenders. Transgender is just an adjective to describe what kind of person you are, just like black is a type of, or African-American or Latinx, tall, short, adjective. So don't say transgenders. 
but um, the February 10th of 2004, the, the Gender Recognition Act is passed, which allows transgender people to legally change their sex and have it recognized. You know, when people, when you have to vote, <laughs> I want this to be very clear. If you have to, if you have to have your rights and civil liberties constantly voted on, you don't have privilege in the country. If you have to vote, if people have the right to vote on whether you can get married, if you have the right to vote on whether you people get um, housing instability, if you get to vote on if people get to, you know, use their, uh, their affirmed name and, you know, using their correct gender identity, if you, if you have to vote on, have to have your stuff voted on, if you have to be um, right in for policy changes because it's negative impacting your literal well-being, you have a certain level of privilege and you have to be able to recognize that. So it's very important, very, very, very important to be able to understand that. So I don't want to stay on here forever. I put some links in the description if you need help understanding, particularly, um, you know, if you need help understanding why trans people need protections and things like that, particularly for trans youth, because that's who they're really attacking. If you can't attack the adults who can't vote you out of office, you'll attack the kids. But trust me, when those kids get older, I'm sure they'll have a nice time voting them out of office anyway, so it won't matter. But some important things about Transgender Day of Visibility. Being visible is important to help normalize us as human beings. Understand this. Trans people are human beings, and we deserve liberty, respect, and all those things. Your discomfort around trans people is something you have to think about and talk about with yourself. That's an introspective moment. So trans people, we have challenging lives and the people who are around us are challenged, are challenged by these things. And it won't be as challenging if we take the time to understand the nuance of who we are as people. You know, that's extremely important. You know, you have to take the time to understand, not just dismiss it all, not the, I don't care if you're trans, I don't care if you're gay, I don't care if you're black, blue, purple, tall, that, that shit is cute, but it's old. Are you going to actually try to understand who I am as a person or not? Because if not, I don't want to hear it. You know, we need people who are going to be on our side in totality, not just to be on the surface. It's like you want to be able to say, like, I want to support you, but I don't want to be too involved. You, you want to have the, your cake and eat it, too. No, ma'am. Second thing is being trans is not a crime, nor is it being a bad thing. They try to criminalize it as much as they possibly can, as you can see from the bills and the letters and things that they try to produce against children in sports and, and other stuff like that. Um, so being a trans person is not a bad thing. So stop acting like it is. You know, there's nothing bad. And if you go out of your way to say something mean or judgmental towards a trans person, you are not helpful. And another important thing is that we have contributed very much to the world at large. Trans people, we have added so much to the conversation. And just because we're not readily identified as trans does not mean that we did not contribute anything to, this, to, to the path, particularly in the LGBTQIA plus movement when pride started to happen in Stonewall, all those things, we were there. We were leading those things. We were guiding these kind of fights. So just because it doesn't say this person was trans, 
is an, is an immediate attempt to erase us from history. Just like how we talked about with Bayard Rustin, a black gay man who was helping MLK, Martin Luther King Jr. get the March on Washington. They didn't specify him being gay because they would feel like it would detract from the conversation. It does not mean he was any less gay. It does not mean if this person contributed to history doesn't mean that they're any less trans. And this is very important. Our visibility is important. We deserve to be seen. We deserve to be loved. We deserve to be respected. And we don't do anything that warrants anything negative against us. Collectively, we don't, oh, we haven't done anything like that. So visibility is important. If you're not able to be visible as a trans person, it's okay. I understand if you're in a situation where you cannot be. If you get to be your, to yourself and be comfortable in that, I, I'm okay with that. I want you to be safe more so than anything. And I do understand if you cannot express yourself the way that you want to if you are a trans person. Please just be patient. Please continue to take care of yourself the best way you know how to. If you're able to leave the situation, please make a plan about doing so. I want you to be happy, healthy, and alive, okay? That's what I want. These, these policies, these procedures, these things that people are forcing, you know, you to feel like you don't deserve it, you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be exactly who you are and you deserve to be respected for it. Nothing about how you present yourself is negative. Nothing about how you present yourself is false. Nothing around that is horrible. You are a trans person and that is okay. You are a non-binary person, that is okay. You are a gender expansive person, that is okay. Be exactly who you are and be proud of that, okay? Despite what anyone else may say, being trans is a, is a beautiful thing. We are, <laughs> we are the human version of a butterfly. So I just wanna end it right there. Visibility is important. Please, if you really love trans people, Act like it, <laughs> just straight like that. Act like it. But I'm gonna get out of here again with some Michaela J, some MJ, shout out to her, I'm so proud of her. Um, and all the ladies from Pose and all the folks who've created that. Um, and um, I'm sure there are a lot more other things that I could talk about, but I just wanted to keep it short. Visibility for trans people is important. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for being here. I really appreciate you. And um, I hope y'all have been enjoying the show. It looks like the numbers are going up a lot. So thank you so much. <laughs> Please continue to share, leave five-star reviews and all of those things. Um, thank y'all so much. And go to the description to look at those previous episodes and to find more resources about what it means to be trans. Thank you.
Thank you all so much for tuning in to Black to the Future. Yes, thank you for joining us. And if you want to continue the conversation with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black to the Future Podcast. And don't forget to use the hashtag Black to the Future Podcast as well. Share the content and please leave positive reviews. Yeah, all that. <laughs> and we will see y'all in the future. Don't you mean Black to the Future? Oh, I guess you're right. We'll see y'all Black, Black to, to the Future. future.